Happy birthday, Santa Claus. Oh, ho, ho, ho. It's the Damon DC, New New Paris, and that was Rafi. Welcome you to another Don't episode of... Introduce me. Wait, don't do it. <laughs> no, just leave it. Leave it. So, yeah, leave it. Leave it. You know why? Because it's just the mood we're in. You know, Omicron got the girls shook, honey. We're the only people in DC left. Right um, who doesn't have COVID? Um, it is besides DC natives. Hey, DC natives. Yeah, yeah. Is that a new Instagram account? I'm following them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a we takeover at DC natives. At DC oh natives. my god, that'd be so problematic. <laughs> just kidding. We're transplants. Um, where were you born? Petworth, <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> Petworth, Georgia. <laughs> Georgia Avenue. Uh, I was definitely born in New York. So hi everyone from New York. Uh, You're still a transplant. Yeah, for sure. You're still a trader. Yeah. First of all, New Yorkers when they find like when New Yorkers tell me like they're like why'd you leave, bitch? Because of how terrible the life is. In no New shade. York. After the when the pandemic started, New York to me still doesn't recover, but. I'll New York's y'all. never recovered. First of all, New York never recovered since... It's not 11. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> too soon. Too, too soon, 20 years later. <laughs> For some reason, that's my New York side when I get offended by that. But then I stopped caring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, none of it was, like, sad or whatever. It was... I mean, New Yorkers really thought that only happened to us, by the way. No, we all felt it on the East Coast. It was the East Coast thing. Mama. Oh, oh Dura, you- what was Durham doing? <laughs> Girl, you were scared. <laughs> girl, you were anything below the Mason Dixon. Till it happens to you. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, no. let, well, let's get out of this problematic topic because we are talking about Christmas, which is the Apparently. opposite of 9-11. <laughs> the, the opposite of 9-11 is Christmas. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's weird, y'all. It's weird, y'all. The vibes are a little off. Um, not only is the world hot, at least where we are, it's like 60 degrees for Christmas, so like whatever. It's, it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. First of all, when, 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 don't ever confuse the fact. D.C. is a hot city. Like, it's, it's in the, it's a hot people like me. Well, that, that, but it's also like temperature hot. Like, we're not a cold, we're not, we're not like freaking Connecticut or Massachusetts, okay? No, we're not. We like to think we are, though. Yeah, we like to think that we're like a North, like in that uh, New England area where like Vermont, where they get the cold and snow. No, we are like swampy. We are like North Carolina South. Um, essentially, essentially. I mean, yeah. there's really no difference, but I still wanted to be a little cold. I haven't seen snow in years, so... Yeah, we've only seen, like, the slushy, like, melty snow here in D.C. Uh, but my first year in D.C., I moved here Our, in 2000... The, <laughs> okay, then tell me about the snowmageddon. What, what month was so, that? So, let me tell you. So, picture it, y'all. 2016. Uh-huh. Um, Rafi late, woke up. <laughs> it is late January and the snow is coming. Inches everywhere. <laughs> you are such a phony, phony No, because my grad school <laughs> interview got rescheduled. It was in late January. Oh, that's how she knows. So, Nudu was still in North Carolina. No, I moved here way before, way before her. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> she moved here a, a year and a half later. Um, but it felt like a year and a half, honestly. Um, but no, January, late January, you're right, uh, it was Snowmageddon, my fourth month here. I thought this was going to be my normal life at from this point, y'all, when I first moved here. because Your fourth I, week here. Uh, I was like, wow, I'm moving back into the epicenter of, like, snow days and, like, everything. And I'll never forget not being able to see, looking out my window that morning and not seeing my car. It was under snow. It was that much snow. No, yeah, I remember the... the <laughs> oh, yeah, the pictures I sent you. Right. <laughs> you didn't have my numbers then, but... Yeah. 
Actually, no, you were texting me. I remember. Um, she was talking shit about people on season eight of Drag Race. Rest no, in peace, um, Gigi. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy out here. I know that one of my arbitral friends... Um, <laughs> our? Our <laughs> mutual friend. Our had, had, I remember he had left to go stay with some boo or whatever. Yes, I did not survive those 34 hours. Remember? I definitely remember that part. Yeah, because, you know, these boys never last. So I remember he went to go stay with some man, and you were at a house. I was home for the whole thing. So you never left the house? Yeah, you were not here, so yes, let me tell the story, sweet. No, let me, let me tell you your story. <laughs> no, I remember, like, literally, like, racing home that day, because I, like, it actually happened, like, it started snowing the day before, obviously, my car disappeared, but I had, I was racing home, because it was already starting to pile on, and it had taken me, I was working in Rested at the time, yeah, embarrassing, uh, and I was, uh, and this was when I was living in College Park, and so I had a white, I had a quite... I had to uh, quite the track to make. And that so it took 45 minutes just to get from Reston, Virginia to Alexandria that day. Because everyone was like racing home and the cars were getting stuck and all this shit. But then I, I started taking back roads and I managed to like really get home in the nick of time. If I would have really, I would have been one of the people stuck in the in the highway. I'll never forget like the view of all the cars that just stuck. Iconic. Um, I also was experiencing some snow in North Carolina. Um, <laughs> yeah, the tail end. Y'all got nothing. Yeah, though. nothing. Well, but you know they closed down my county for schools. I remember being like, okay, I can still drive around. Things are fine, but schools are closed, and now I can't. I, I, remember, I remember emailing being the first person to email the professors, being like, um, so when is this interview going to rescheduled? Because it's snowing, and I'm not coming up there. It, it, in the in the <laughs> south, snow will just fuck up your entire. I was like, I'm not coming up there. So like, when is it individual? Because <laughs> I'm not. And she still got in. Oh, and then he was like, oh, yeah, we were scheduling until when the snow was gone. I was like, okay. And I came up and got what? In. And then I moved right up to D.C., you know, right in the heart of the city. So The towers. The Can we tower. talk about the era of the towers? I can't. You know, it's so funny. One of my, my current coworkers actually used to live there as well. Well, not there. You remember those other apartment buildings, like, right next to it? We used mm. to live in the same uh, area without before we even knew each other. In the same area at the same time? Mm-hmm. That's Safeway. It was so weird. You felt your fantasy at that Safeway, by the way. I'll never forget. Y'all really thought y'all were giving at that Safeway. I want you to know I never felt safe. <laughs> that is terrible. That is um, terrible. There's no not you better rep. You better rep uh, PG Plaza. I still do. I would live in PG Plaza right now if I could. In those nice little buildings, period. I do think there's nice apartments near there. <laughs> not near. Kitty Corner? No, they put those they put those corner of those nice apartments. Uh, anyways, uh, before we before we go to Riggs Road, before New Year's <laughs> insults anybody else on the podcast, this holiday this holiday has been like literally sucked out of us, right? We are not feeling the holiday spirit. I don't know between me and Nunu, I just feel like we're not at the most holiday spirit. Maybe because we were supposed to go spending with our family and we are stuck in North Carolina or in DC. But how are we going to like change the game for our listeners? Like they're gonna wake up Christmas morning, they're gonna hear this episode. What what's this? How can we get them to feel the Christmas spirit? Um, first, I'm gonna just say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa. Okay, that happened uh, a long time ago. Kwanzaa happened a long time ago. Yeah, and Hanukkah already. That's passed. No, it did. But first of all, you, you don't know about don't know about Kwanzaa, so keep it out your mouth. Uh, first um, of all, that, go back to our last holiday special where you literally said Kwanzaa not, does not exist. Um, and you don't. <laughs> but I don't need you to speak on that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know your play. So 
people are really trying to be Afro Latinos out here. Um, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right on that, honey. Right on the money. Um, no, honestly, the holiday spirit is comfortable with Anne. You know, I tr- personally prepare myself by dressing up in Christmas onesies, like I'm do- am now recording the podcast. I watch a billion Christmas specials, even though I haven't got enough time to watch them all. Like, I still have not seen Polar Express. Oh, I know. Kill me. And it's just... That's totally fine. That's totally fine. Um, I, I will say, I haven't watched, like, Home Alone. I, watch, I usually watch all the Home Alones around this time. Because uh, that is my holiday movie of choice. But recently, I did find a new holiday movie that I really like. Oh, and I think yeah. I've talked about it before. You told me about it. But Better, we actually... need to watch it today. Because it's really good. It's a holiday Christmas movie. It's called Better Watch Out. Super good. I think Nunu would love it because she is the child in that movie, 100%. Like, down to the T. Um, but it's such an entertaining movie. And it's like a horror, like, home invasion movie. And it's really good. And Rafi will be watching um, All of the Other Reindeer. No, <laughs> Featuring I don't even know Drew what that Barrymore. Is. That's a long title. Right? Um, all of the other reindeer. You've all seen it, and you're gonna watch it again with Drew Barrymore, yeah. honey, as a dog. No, How dare you? I'll leave. I'll leave. Good. I'll leave. leave. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Okay, <laughs> yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Be <laughs> yourself. I'm okay. I'm okay. No, um, I, I am gonna watch. Better watch out. I love the horror Christmas drama, Krampus, Black Christmas. Did you, you know? watch the new one or the old one, Black Christmas? Because the one with that uh, Lacey Chabert was in was also iconic. There's an old one. There's like a 70s one, there's a one in 2006, and there's one that came out recently. Okay, that's the one I'm talking about. The one with the sorority girls? I didn't know there was two other Yeah! Oh, the sorority girls and the, like, and the hooded guys and the rape. The clan is in this movie? Did you watch? Which one are you talking about? Um, You you didn't watch it. Just, you don't know what Black Christmas is, never mind. I'm black and it's Christmas. <laughs> so I think I do, actually. Um, but that also brings a great point. Is we, oh, we talked about on our last holiday special that we just released. So if you want to go watch it, go to our IGTV. Uh, on Wait, Don't Do a Podcast. Um, really enjoy a good little episode. Oh, my new showing her bratty self. Let's just talk about the tangent of Ravi gooping me, saying, you know what? I'm going to release this holiday special from a year ago without any warning, without any prior consultation. You told just, me to do that. Me, I just, literally told just you. Just put me out there looking a mess. Um, but she did look uh, festive. And that's what makes it important. You look really good there. Why don't you release it last year? What? Oh, I think our hard drive crashed last year or something. Right. And you said never again. Yeah. And then we tried again. And then it crashed. And now we are, we just don't do video anymore. And so now a year. Literally, that is what stopped the video, y'all. That is true so, If y'all want us to do videos again, please Support us. Send us a Venmo. We don't do a podcast. Yeah, if you donate to us, we will rate, make more videos and more content. But, like, right now, guys, like... Money's tight. <laughs> not, There's not no more creator fun. Uh, first of all, don't speak on my creator fun. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, how are we going to get into the holiday spirit this year? I definitely enjoyed... Um, I, I like good southern food in my holiday if I'm not at home, like... I love for some reason southern holiday food is so much better than like New York holiday food. I had a really good holiday meal at this past weekend when I celebrated Christmas with my family at our adult Christmas event. It was really good, but it was not traditional southern food. I think that was the only reason why I wasn't good. Why right. I was good. Why? What was it normally? It was like chicken wings, and we had general south chicken, and there was a chili cheese dip, and there were so many different spinach dips, and um, you know, meatballs, I don't eat that, but, you know, pies, and I just really enjoyed everything. Pies are automatically something for me. Um, 
but usually, you know, we do a traditional kind of meal like ham and turkey and macaroni and greens and, uh, you know, more pies and it's just, it's a little passe to me. What's your southern, though, food that you You just named it. I love ribs. Ribs. Never Uh, had those before. That's the most delicate meat ever. But also ribs, but I like pernil, so that's kind of why I go lean towards ribs. Can you say it again? Pernil. Okay. Which is like pulled pork in, in Dominican. Yeah, I just wanted the other people to understand. This is Spanish pernil. Okay. Is there a difference in the way it's prepared? Um, Honestly, there's no barbecue, but the meat is just so tender to the bone. Sometimes you could just, like, melt in your mouth. Oh, so good. Um, Nunu does not have a very, like, adventurous palate, I would say. Right? I mean, and I would say the opposite, you know, for you. You don't really have a discerning palate. So Discerning? Discerning. Which means, like, I don't, I have, I don't have a selective palate. Um, it's like being a garbage can. That's all. No, I wouldn't say that because I think that I welcome all these different. I I, I don't I eat multicultural food. You don't really eat. Multicultural. I do eat everything. You in North Carolina? There's something called ACP, y'all. Uh, in that's North called, Carolina. <laughs> in North Carolina and, and nowhere in other, else. In other parts of the South, for facts, there is other parts of the and South. And I never got it. Um, uh, arroz, <laughs> <Chicago honey. laughs> arroz. Uh, is it arroz chicken and queso? Arroz con pollo. Si, yeah, so, it's uh, it's cheese, rice, So imagine and going chicken. to a, a, a Mexican restaurant in the South where there's a Mexican woman taking your order that she mostly speaks Spanish and you tell her, uh, can I get the ACP? And I even say arroz con pollo. I would say arroz con pollo because I want people to know no, I got You said ACP. Gosh. I said arroz con pollo. You would call it ACP. At what age did you start calling arroz con pollo? What age did I start eating Mexican food? <laughs> That's the real question. That's racist. Another grown man. <laughs> <laughs> so I was. Why didn't you eat Mexican food growing up? It just wasn't something that we did. Um, you know, for us, I think I don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> go there. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> okay, so the only person in my family that ate Mexican food was my mom, and she would only do it with her coworkers like during lunch, and like I would never eat anything mixed up, so she never brought it to me. My dad would never do something like that, so we would never eat it. And mixed up, like I don't like I do eat it now, but when I was younger, I wouldn't have eaten you know a rose con pollo because it was like all put together. Like I wouldn't have eaten that. That's signs of a serial killer. So, <laughs> it is. I had like a sexual plate, right? Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. So like I would have. <laughs> You're twerp. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have done that. <laughs> and then the other Spanish options were like Taco Bell, which is also equally as bad. I do not like Taco Bell. I, don't I like never like Taco yeah, Bell. Same. So like I, same. it same. just it just didn't happen. But yeah, I think I just got older. I think when I got like to college, I was like, yeah, I'm going to start eating Mexican food. <laughs> it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And so by that time, I had taken my Spanish classes. I was very confident. I was always saying, you know, the correct thing. So... Um, yeah, so in Salvadorian culture, I think our Salvadorian holiday food is usually sandwiches, which is like... Sandwiches? Uh, sandwiches, but we call it sandwiches. Um, what are you I, saying differently? You're yeah, saying... We just call it sandwiches. Maybe in other... Sandwiches? In other, in, in other people may call it tortas. Other Spanish speakers may call it tortas, but you know, we just call it sandwiches. <laughs> and it's French bread with mayo, radish. Um, radish? Yeah, you can put radishes on there, but beets... Uh, All those vegetables uh, that we don't really cabbage, use in America. Pickled cabbage. I like that. Chicken. Oh, so good. And it just, it's just the it best. It fits on one sandwich? 
Yes, and it's the best. And let me tell you, if you are Latino, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. What do you call them? Comment somewhere in our page and say, this is what we call our, our, our Latino sandwiches. Or like our I wonder if it's like the Vietnamese sandwiches, the bomby sandwiches that I used to shop. Yeah, with. kind of like that, I guess. Very that. It's like a hoagie. It's like our original mm-hmm. hoagie. And it's so good. Um, but then also other things that my mom used to make that was really good. Ugh. She would also do some turkey. My mom loves to make a good turkey. With a good amount of stuff, and we we always adapted American culture that way too. We would make like a turkey that's like Thanksgiving style for Christmas sometimes too, if she if she felt the vibes. Just the vibes. Or tamales. My mom loves to go off on tamales, but I growing up I was like you, like I didn't like tamales because it was just like too like out my palate range. But now as an adult, it's just ugh, so delicious and it's nutritious. And I and I also eat so much more now as an adult. <laughs> I really, I really do. I, I enjoy just seeing a lot of different kind of spices and culture now, which I, I wasn't when I was younger. But food is definitely a big part of the Christmas or holiday spirit. Um, I actually besides Jesus, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, I, I is is Christ in Christmas anymore? Like millennials, what percentage of of us are really saying like, are like are internalizing our our religious aspects of this holiday as we as we get older? Sometimes I would say like no one, but then when I go down to the south or, oh my God, I, see, yes. or, or I see certain TikToks, I'm like, I guess people are still doing this. Those are boomers. Any boomer that is doing that, like any millennial, you're a boomer if you're still doing that shit. Like you're still taking if if you're a millennial that takes your kids to church, you're a boomer. Oh God, right? Am I wrong? Um, who's going to church? Who's going to church? Who is actually going to church? So did who's you actually have... making kids go to church? Because as millennials, we remember how much we did not want to go to church. First of all, no one likes going to church. No one! But we just were. Adults do it, though, for some reason. I think we were just the last part of that, that people that actually kept doing it. Because we had, like, other things, like the internet, to tell us, you know. The true truth. Um, but <laughs> that's not really... I'm here, here attacking anyone's religion. I'm, I'm really Oh, thinking, for sure. We love y'all. I'm just really <laughs> thinking about times that we spent being religious during the Christmas era. And that was that's what I'm talking about. I remember growing up, like, when, when it came to, like, holiday mass, that's the one thing I hated. Like, I didn't want to go to church. It made it so anti-Christmas for so me. So what was it like being Catholic at a holiday mass? Now, obviously, I grew up not that, so... Y- you, y'all have fun there. You're Pentecostal. Allegedly. Yeah, I was Pentecostal. You have fun. You're Pentecostal. And you are... A little louder. The Pentecostals are loud and homophobic. Yes. Very that. Just any, I went to one Pentecostal, Pentecostal, Puerto Rican service, and the one thing he wanted to talk about was gays for some reason, looking at me, too. And I was like, ew, I don't like y'all. But, you know, the good thing about Catholic Church is that I, ne- I never remember gays being talked about. We never talked about gays. But the one thing the one thing that sucks about Catholic Church is it's the most boring boring it's just so I, that's the ba- that's the baseline of it boring I would literally used to remember like like. did you go to church with Wilhelmina? my ex-partner would definitely uh, was a Catholic was a devout Catholic as a queer person and they would really like try to get me to go to Ash Wednesday and all this stuff and I just was I remember the biggest fight that we ever had was he was like guilt tripping me that I didn't that I didn't go to church with that with them and I was like, how fucking dare you? Like, I'm gay, first of all. And I don't care if it's for you. I have not, I, my mom just guilt trips me into going to church. It's not going to work. I don't want to go to church. And I, don't, I shouldn't have to explain myself. I shouldn't have to tell you, hey, I believe that for your partner, you should do certain things. Church is not one of those things. 
Period. To be clear, I mean, I agree with, I, I get what you're coming from, but to yeah. be clear, it is most likely not going to work in a relationship if you both don't share the same. And I agree with that. I agree. Beliefs. Does, yes. One that, person ain't going to go to church one not. You know what I'm saying? Add that semicolon. Yes. Because you would have to agree on raising your kids. And I don't, would never want to enforce my kids to go to a boring mass service. I mean, like I said, do I believe my spirituality issue, and religion is important for certain people? Yes. But my issue is, you say it as, like, it needs to be entertaining. Like, what if it was an entertaining service? Would you feel different about religion? Kid, well, you, first of all, kids, kids, if you want kids to be religious and, like, like religion, you got to make it funner. Period. You got to, but... I'm, I'm talking about it, like, in a, in, a, in a childhood way. Like, that's the only thing. Like, because at the end of the day, religion is storytelling. Yeah, we, I mean, that's what human... Culture is based around just stories, but like I'm a p- push you, challenging you. You know the the doctrine is because I'm I'm more religious than, than Rafi. Okay, I was raised in it. Rafi did not get in it at all. Um, you internalized it a little bit. You no, know, I was I was in the culture. So I, I was also in Catholic culture. I got I got I got baptized. I got I did my confession. I did my whatever all the communions. Yeah, I did all of that shit, baby. I did my communion in El Salvador, which makes me an automatically more Catholic than all these other bitches out here that claim Catholicism. So, whatever y'all say. And True, you but say. I you never traveled to get chosen by the Lord. I did. I got in the homeland. My god. It's, yeah, tell us all the Jewish kids going to their birthright and <laughs> Okay. The, yeah, they did it first. <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't get our own land. We got stolen. Um, what I, what I mean culture is that I went to church every Sunday for, you know, the first 18 years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, 18? Yes. For the first 18 years of my life. Consistently? Yes. Consistently. By choice. At some points. Um, that's why I said to 18. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, someone who has been in it, and it's still a part of it in, in a sense, you know. Yeah, as, you as go you know, home, it's part of culture, so. No, it's not even, oh, that part, but, you know, it's, it's more like, because I still watch, like, Tyler Perry stuff, like, I love that kind of, I do love a lot of black cinema and media, which is centered around Well, you've talked about, period, that, like, it's there's just a part, part of you it. love, so, like, certain things that you do rejoice, like, rejoice in, like, re- like, Black and like Pentecostal, black, especially black asset is like you enjoy like the culture of it, like the singing, the camaraderie. I I, I enjoy watching it as a scientist of people. <laughs> Let's be clear. As a watcher. As a watcher. Um, I like participating. Um, you do participate? Or you don't? I don't. I never participated ever, ever. First of all, boo. I would at least sing when I would go because that's the only chance to make it fun. And it forced me to stand. I, I was not that girl. I had my Game Boy in church. I had books. I was like, you didn't mom. get hit. You didn't really go to church. Stop playing. You were indoctrinized. Okay, you oh. are annoying. You didn't even pay attention. I if did. I got to, if I, 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 had, I, I that was know. my contract. If I could do these things, if I was able to relay the sermon, so as long as I could play my video game or read my books, do my thing, and tell you what happened it's, today, it's crazy. That it's it worked. So crazy. I was, I was in my world. Let's be clear. Yeah, no, so I was truly, when I say watching, like I was literally just like, oh wow, I'm, I'm a person in this place, just watching what's going on. I did never you, really felt a part of it. Did other parents let other other kids? No, but I'm that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder kids did not like you. I would have fought you. Who is going to be friends with church kids? Ill. Let's be clear. That's true. That's true. But also, like, damn. See, that's what I'm saying. You didn't really go through it. Because I would have done that. I would have been okay at church. I would not hate church that much, honestly. That's what I was saying to you, like, earlier. Like, I think if you have been more entertained, you might not, maybe not have hated it as much. Like, because I was... 
entertained by myself the whole time. Like I, did, I don't have that negative reaction um, to it because I was just in it watching it. But anyway, going back to my main point, like the main point of the Bible is to raise your children up in it and they'll take it with them wherever they go. And that was something my mom always told me, like, you know, my duty was to raise you until you're man to 18 in the church and then whatever you do after that is your own choices but the idea is that because you indoctrinate your children so long that that's what they go back to and i do find some truth in it because psychologically obviously if you show a child something for 18 years and then when something bad happens they might go back to you know the lord or something and and i find myself in those spaces sometimes which is interesting oh recently yeah, it's been a little rough, rough for the girl recently. It's that sometimes you get to places where you're like, oh, I see now, like, oh, this is what they mean. Like, they want you to kind of go back to, like, believing in God and that things are going to work out in prayer and everything. Um, and I still believe in, you know, intention and putting, speaking out things to the universe, but, like, not in the way they think. It's just interesting. Okay. If you start going to church, I'm, I'm a gag. I'm a gag. I mean, I wouldn't because it's lame, but... <laughs> <laughs> um... I will actually, I just think the church will have to change fundamentally. You can't approach it the same way anymore. We all have access to the internet and everything now. So church can no longer be a sermon or, because no one voluntarily goes get lecture anymore. Like, no, I, no one does that. So, like, yeah, it has to be a conversation. I think that, like, yeah, I think that, like, religion has to be definitely, like, there has to be a neo kind of thing, like a new nuance. It has to be literally, like, a conversation because there's no way anyone, no matter who they are, would just go sit there willingly and be, like, lectured to. Like, no yeah. one. Mm-hmm. That's not how we receive information anymore. Like, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we can barely watch a TikTok video for three seconds. But I will say it has to even incorporate, like, some, like, there are, I think, truths to, like, many like i like like i for some reason the fact that all rich people end up getting rich and then going to buddhism is so hilarious to me but like other like buddha like there's buddha i like i be, I, I do believe in certain buddhic like mantras and like i i hearing people talk about you know um their islamic faith it's very interesting to me how they like hold on to it and they believe into it and so i think it definitely works for certain people but like I think there definitely needs to be a nuance to, like, the whole idea that religion, you know what I'm saying, isn't what it is. Or again, like I said earlier, maybe it's a podcast episodes, you know, when we were, as a staff, debriefing on LGBTQ issues and rights, you know, we had teachers say, I just think it's important to realize that, you know, for some people, religion is not a choice. And it's just like, yeah. there's still a lot of people that believe that. So people their religion like that. and you know I get it I guess as straight people like you're really boring you don't have anything like else to you you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I think religion is something that makes them a person or whatever mm-hmm. um but it's whatever like it's just a fun belief like I believe I'm studying you believe in Jesus it's the same thing I guess <laughs> I guess. I mean, could, 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 like, like, do you, could you imagine, like, being Jewish one day, like, I took Judaism, so I was definitely down for the cause for a little bit, honestly. Oh, I know, you probably really thought about it. Um, I still, I wore my Hanukkah shirt to work the other day, so, like, (laughs) I I still, I was the University of Maryland, honey. (laughs) (laughs) I I was definitely with the Hebrews, okay? Uh, very Azalea Bates of me. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely, like I said, I think my thing is, like, would I definitely, would I be open to going to, like, different countries and learning about their religion and going to experience how they see religion? Oh, of course. Um, but I know for myself that 
Catholicism is dead for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, 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 but at the end of the day, as humans, we're all stories, and there's so many stories that we can go learn from. I learned from Rudolph. I learned from mm-hmm. Santa Claus. I I love the idea. The tortoise and the hare, fables. That's what fables are. Yeah, um, and, and it's just about what you bring to it, and that's why Christmas to me is my favorite because of all the many stories that come from it. Honestly, I just think there's so many fun, happy stories that I just love to hear and there, see there was a times. part there was this part in our last holiday that holiday special that we, we think, again if you want to watch this IGTV on Wait to Do It podcast uh, but you mentioned that you wanted to give your holiday your, your Christmas oh your, your Christmas experience to all the children in the world in the world <laughs> <laughs> whether they're I, Islamic the or whether they're Islamic or Buddhist or I, I would still give it <laughs> I want to be clear. Oh my god, that's like so. What was that South Park episode where they were trying to be Christmas to like the Middle East? <laughs> You're Carmen, I'm telling you. Um, I, I, but I'm doing it like a non-religion way. You know what I mean? Like I think I, I, I think that all children could benefit from presents. <laughs> could benefit and Don't Rudolph, right? It's giving colonizer. It's giving colonizer. It is. It's definitely colonizer by No, but I think Christmas is an American holiday. It is to me. It's an it's, American holiday. I think the way we do it is very specific to America because other um, places like point, they, they, they do have Christmas, but it's not done like this way. I guess because like I met several like different people from different religions, and they'll have Christmas trees, and they'll just do it because it's just I think they they've been forced into it. Like you said, you're indoctrinized in school. There's always like Christmas decorations. The music's always playing at like the people still school. don't say people are still weird and to this day in 2021, almost 2022. People are still so weird about Happy Holidays or Christmas. They're like, what? really? I just said Happy and Holidays. I'm not saying like they're weird in terms of being offended. It's more like they still don't know what to say. I'll just be like, oh yeah, we're about to go on winter break. And they're like, Christmas break? I'm like, yeah, but it's not just Christmas. So whatever. Um, yeah. And that's still like, you would think that we'd be past even that. No, Christmas is so heavily. They're like Christmas. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not Christmas. Millennials definitely love Christmas though. We love Christmas. I mean, yeah, Christmas is great. It's fun, but only like the gift giving and the holiday part and the decorative aesthetic part of it. Like, that's it. Not the whole birth of Jesus part. Do you think the babies are still having like the Christmas that we had? Like, young, our nephews? To be honest, I mean, I feel like Christmas will be worse now. What do you mean? I just don't think there's a magic anymore. You know, between social media, between all these things, like, they don't. Santa Claus is dead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could do Santa, but, like, how long is your child really going to believe in Santa when they're three-year-old on their iPad looking up that Santa's real? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's just, I just think it's gone from that. Also, the toys they get. You know, we had toys with imagination, right? We had all these things. They just get electronics. And, like, I mean, they don't, again, which is the whole Gen Z conversation. That's why they take from our culture so much because they don't really have their own culture. They just take from what they saw in the past where they can access on TV or the internet. So, like, you know, we had toys and build blocks and shit growing up. We, I mean, we still have... Like, I don't know how Barbie's Yeah, coming. even, like, to this day, like, I mean, like I said, these video games out here, you can talk to people, you... But, like, we had... Look, you got the PlayStation, and it was just, like, a couple games that you could play. And it, with you the still demo had, disc, with the other demo disc of all the games yes. that you didn't have. Your mama wanted to get you one game, real, one yes, real game. Yeah, so we always, like, had to, like, really have fun. and really, So I think that, I think that's why I was, like, asking that question. Like, I do see, like, I hope, I hope that uh, my you know what? Like, still feel that excitement towards holiday, but what do you mean it does? It does. You know, Elf on the Shelf, I have to give it to y'all bitches. Elf on the Shelf really has the girls together. Elf, are you familiar with the Elf on the Shelf, you know? I've heard the phrase before. 
Okay, so I because I do deal with parents and children, people do do Elf on the Shelf and my cousins and their kids. Uh, elf on the Shelf, of course, is just this elf that is supposed to be, only comes around at Christmas time, and the elf is mischievous, and he does things, and he moves. So parents will have an elf, and then each day leading up to Christmas, they'll have him do different things, like take their socks or do something fun so that when kids wake up, he's in a different place and they think he's moving. Um, and they do that now. That's the, that's the current trend. Oh, that's cute. It's cute. It is really cute. You didn't have that, though, because that's new. It's new, of course not. I do actually do. I do own a black elf on the shelf, though. I have it in one of these closets. I do own it, though. Oh, that's cute. So have kids that you can do that. No. That's the question now, though. Like, how, no, thank you. as millennials that don't want kids, how are we going to celebrate our Christmases one day when we don't have kids? Or, like, like, I have my nephews and nieces, and thank God, because that's the way I, I realize I can still be the uncle that I, the uncles that I didn't like growing up, um, to keep me in check, like, to know that I'm being, like, a paternal figure, at least, or, like, being that person that gives them, like, a little Easter egg. Like, I, I think that's what matters. I think, like, um, I, I think the holidays are, like, when, especially in Latino culture, are is about the kids. It, at that point, it's, it's the kids. Like, I, I don't really get gifts. I got, like, my, my parents got, get you get you, like, adult things, but, like, there's no, like, whimsy anymore for you. Mm-hmm. You really are more, like, the person giving, creating the experiences. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on the family. I think that's true. I've heard that from different people from different backgrounds in my life. Like, it just depends on if your family gets to give you gifts. I still give, I get gifts, but, you know, we're also, all my cousins are only children, right? So, like, it's just a different yeah. experience. Um, I'm actually fine. Again, I, my family does adult Christmas now and then like a kid Christmas and I only went to adult Christmas this year. I enjoy adult Christmas. It's way better. I still get gifts. I still get to have fun and dress up. That's all I care about. Like I, it's not really about kids for me. It's Do just, you still have kids in your family? Do you have kids? Yeah, my cousin has kids. Yeah. Okay. It's like ages five through 14 now. So where do the kids go when it's adult Christmas? Oh, they don't come. So if you have kids, you can't come. You can't come. Yeah, yeah. We found a babysitter, but they're not going to because they have kids. <laughs> That's what it's like being a parent. Sacrifices. You can come regular Christmas though. It's just not as fun. Yeah, I don't want kids. Yeah, kids. Like I said, I was watching. What, what show was I watching? I was watching a show about like watching like I guess growing up, and the idea would make it fun to have, grow up, have a kid when you can actually like create these experiences for them, but at the end of the day... It's also what comes out once a year, you know? What about the other 364 days with that bitch? Yeah. Whereas no magic, and no Disneyland, and no nannies. Right. Imagine being a single stay-at-home mom with no nanny. Speaking of COVID, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to just address, you know, what is going on out there? I mean, I do find myself and other people like, feeling a little shaken. Like we said earlier, starting off the episode of the Holiday Spirit, it feels like weird to our mental health. Because like, we were kind of getting somewhere, but now like all so many holiday plans have canceled. New Year's Eve parties, Christmas things, everything's gone. I definitely turn off my emotion and I just accept what fate is. Like I said, I can't... Like, I, I was going to go see my family. I was really excited. We were, my brother and my sister, we were going to have a huge reunion. Um, however, you... I can't control it. We can't force anything. I believe I finally just accepted, like, don't force anything in life. Like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if it's not meant to be, it's just not going to be. I just think and I wish people were a little bit more... The Mr. Disappointment in, uh, in life. And I think people don't like, do that. And I, that's what's annoying. Like, I do I know people that have gotten COVID 
and still got in planes and for travel. I think that's what I was going to say. Like, I wish people were a little bit more, like, cautious. I mean, the truth is there are still 71 million Americans who mm-hmm. are unvaccinated. And that's, like, a giant number. And I think that's what prevents it. Like, it's not even that we couldn't go home, but can we ensure that when we go home and the people around us also are vaccinated and boosted and blah, 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 and not careless? And we can't really ensure that. Um, because, you know, that's the thing about family. And, again, I, I'm an educator. Schools are virtual now around here, girl. We're virtual. You know why? Because all the kids went home for Thanksgiving break around family members that are not usually around who are not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And a lot of young kids still are not vaccinated. So they got COVID or the numbers went up. And then the same thing's going to happen for Christmas. So it's just like. We're repeating a cycle and we're validating these. And I, at this point, y'all, if you're unvaccinated, you're about to get triggered by what I have to say. But I have canceled a lot of people in my life that are unvaccinated only because this is y'all's fault. This is absolutely y'all's fault. I don't care what your internal thing, like, this is my body, my choice. Your decision is really affecting everyone else at this point. And so... 71 uh, million Americans unvaccinated. How about we get to, like, 1 million? It's, it's, <laughs> it's a shame because it's, it's, it's coming down to we are getting the most of them and then we're not getting the vaccine. We're not taking it. And while these other countries that really want it are not getting... Did you know El Salvador is, like, 91% vaccinated? 91 fucking percent vaccinated. Compared to us... Up here? Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. It's, em- it's like, embarrassing. And the fact of the matter is, um, I don't want to hear from the... Because I know a lot of Salvadorians and Puerto Ricans and la- other Latinos that are in America that have not gotten the vaccine because they're like, oh, we don't trust whatever's up in there and shit. Tell it to the, to the people that actually live in our countries that want it and that actually have taken it and are doing fine and actually getting better rates. It makes no sense. It's just, I, I truly think that it's because people don't like shots. Millennials never grew up. And I think a lot of millennials did not want to like did or have trauma about their their parents making them get shots, and they're scared about it. It's pussy behavior. That's not that. It's just like ignorant behavior. At the end of the day, you know, people are fucking stupid. And I just want to be very clear. I mean, there's another word for it. I don't want to hear that. It's uh, there's no reason. There's no reason. There's, well, I, I can't. No, I don't. That, I don't need to go the reason, through a billion what, what examples. What would you say to like? I know some an old friend of mine that turned out to be a fake person. Um, was like, oh, I don't want to have um, the vaccine because I want to have kids and I don't want my kids to have autism. I a, What would I say to her? I would say get a man first. Um, what would I say to her? I would say... She does have a man, technically. But. I would say... Do your research can, can and understand what's going on. Um, there's no more chicken pox. There's no more polio. There's no more a lot of things that used to be around and it's because of vaccines. Um, I, I don't know how to make you understand how to read I don't. I, I can't. I, I can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped, and that's just really. It's really stupidity. Like, there's no real reason. And also, yeah. also, if if you were really, really trying to be smart about it, look at the planet. The planet's dying. You think you're having kids, Mama? Yeah. Like, why does that matter? Why does it, fix the world right now? You're entering the world, and these people they're like, I trust my immune system. Your immune system can't handle fucking um, chlamydia, or else it'll kill you one day. You dumb person. Like, I don't understand that. Like, people always say, like, my immune system. Your immune system can't fight against everything. Clearly. Clearly. And just because this is a cold flu, it's not about you. It's about the people that really are being hindered by this disease. Especially for queer people, you know, we have seen and lived through uh, the epidemic. HIV epidemic where we... <clears throat> when we were little, when people got HIV, it would go to AIDS and people would die. Okay, we've literally seen it transform into... And that's what <clears> we... A livable... Um, 
manageable thing and it's just crazy that people are getting are like you'll take prep but you won't take a vaccine like it's like you'll take prep but you won't take vaccine it's confusing that is a fact (laughs) that is a fucking fact you'll take prep which no shade again i don't take prep i don't i again i'm not against prep if i was actually out here hoeing around yes i would be taking prep but i'm not here hoeing around so i don't have to um but uh, do i yeah these bitches be taking prep every day snort cocaine but we'll take it back to me like it, you understand like it's it's really weird behavior um so i mean it is what it is i i've been said that you know anyone who worked with me know i was like oh you know we're gonna shut down again like i knew this was gonna happen so like i've just been waiting for us to shut down and i'm glad because kids have lost their goddamn mind as the news has um reported on constantly. yeah uh there uh, according to news sources there is a rise in um, depression in young, young in the youth. They all want to kill themselves. They're all depressed. Or they're all anxious. And now, so am I. So, where, where do we go from here? What's, what's this next generation gonna look like to you, girl? I mean, it's definitely gonna be some some trauma for sure. Um, and I, I it's, it's it's weird living in it. That's why I was also super hard watching. Like, could you imagine being a young person going through all this? I don't know. You know, the South Park post COVID pandemic special whatever thing you know they they're always on it and they it was almost like weird watching it i don't know your reaction yeah, yeah I, I was te- but i was, I was sitting there like, like you're gonna be triggered by I, I was like this is too real yeah. like you're talking about it but it's also like happening right now and i don't really like that um and, and that's just what it's like it's it's gonna be impactful mentally for years on people I mean, like like you said uh, other day, marriage. Like, what happens to the wedding business? Because people things are shut down, so is there gonna be a boom with that? Is there gonna be a boom in children? Is there gonna I be was gonna tell you. I was I was telling you like because Nunu has a partner. I was like, are you gonna be part of the wedding boom one day? Like, is that what you're leading towards? And like I said, my response was, I feel like I'm just in such uncertain times, unprecedented times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean? Like, why Why would I realistically plan for something? I mean, Joe Biden is still pushing back loans. Yeah, saying things that. Things are still, you know, things are still so up in the air. Like, what am I planning for? So, and, and I don't understand those people that got married earlier in the pandemic. Like, are y'all are still, like, are y'all about to really see what it's like to be with your partner again in a pandemic where we're shut down again and y'all are about to go through it? No shame. No shame. Yeah, and, you know, parents are pissed. You know, you know, our county did, but not the white parents in Montgomery County. They're still going to school? Yeah. Because they get mad when they have to deal with their kids. And that just shows, like, why do you have kids? People have kids because they think they need to carry some part of them on. People think kids, they have have their own kids because if they don't, then they will not be remembered. And that their life will be valueless. When, in fact, it's all valueless. So, like, what's the point? There's no price on anything. No one cares. No one remembers most people, okay? Actually, 99%. No one remembers, right? Well, I'm like, yeah, unless you're going to be a political figure. If you're not Beyonce, like, who cares? Figure, like, this, we're just all going to be forgotten. I know I already made my stamp, so I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> I was here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as a holiday, I just want the message to be just be easy on yourselves this holiday. Don't get mad or depressed. I know it is disappointing that we can't be with our families right now. But don't get sad about it. Like, don't, or, or do, or, or do, <laughs> but like, don't get, don't, like, again, don't get upset about things that you can't control. We are in such, like you said, unprecedented times. Yes. Don't live, don't get mad about things that you can't control. Just accept the fact that 
This is a different kind of Christmas. This is a different kind of Thanksgiving. This is a different kind of New Year. This has been a different kind of time, but it's not the worst time ever in the in the history of the world. Exactly, you get to so, be present, and again, I feel it. Okay, me and Rappy, I'm sure I can speak for us where you feel it. You know, there's so many things I want to do, and you know, with my mom now she's getting older. Sometimes I am annoyed at the pandemic because I'm like, I want to do more, but it's not allowing us to do the things that we normally want to do. Um, but I still have to have hope, and I still have to keep going. You know, everyone's I mean? missing out on time. Everyone is, and it's not even missing. It's more just it, your time is being used somewhere else. Yeah, so I say, true, yeah. like we always say, work on your craft. Something I'm gonna do is do more drag, and y'all know why I don't post because a bitch is busy. So I, I, I want to go back in my craft. I don't, want to don't create. This, when no, you don't work on your craft. Embarrassing. Good. <laughs> and it must be surrounded with supportive people like Raffi, <laughs> of course. Um, but in addition to that, it's just being. Sometimes being is important. Mm-hmm. Have you? Um. <laughs> That's the call time. <laughs> Fifteen minutes. <laughs> Have you? This just sounds so lame, and I know I'm a stoner, so I could be a little, it could be a little extra. But have you really like looked at the sunset, y'all? There have been so many days, I mean, sunrise, like because I guess I drive to work in the morning. There have been some days where I'm truly amazed at the sky, and how the colors form, and how you can still find beauty in things. And I know that's just so like loving and peaceful. And you, but we're at this time of year. Take that time to just be still, be really be in the moment. What is around you? Yeah, people in D.C., which is where most of our people are, DMV, just be glad that you don't live in Utah. In New York! You know, first of all, be glad you don't live in New York. That's a fact. I I, I just couldn't do a post. It's crazy. No, no shade. No, 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 no shade. So bad, no, 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 no shade. Because New Yorkers really feel bad for the world that doesn't live. But I feel like people li- that live outside of New York feel bad for people in New York. Because it's, it's just always hard for them. To do everything in life, it's going to be harder for you. And New York is like a, such a hard place, bitch. It's a hard place. Like, it's, you're not special in New York. Even the millionaires in New York are not special. If you're making $300,000 in New York, you're still insignificant. I think that's like such a hard place. And so, like I said, i be glad that you live in D.C. where, like, life is... You know, we, 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 we're, we're a city that's about that life. People, people come here all the time. They want to be here. They want to be here. But it's not as it's not as expensive. It is not as hard to live around, and we have so much beauty. Like you said, we have beautiful skies. We I, we are the luckiest city because even on a on an overcast day where there's no sun and it's just cloudy, it is still beautiful. It's still a vibe. So just be glad that you live in the nation's capital um, that represents just a really poor nation. <laughs> and with that, we wish you a happy holidays and a safe, safe uh, time with yourself, your loved ones, um, and, and the world around you. And we're going to be back for New Year's episode, right? Yes, starting January, we have guests coming on. Um, starting out the new year, we're going to have an interview coming up with Clock Out DC. Uh, Jade from Clock Out DC sat down with us to talk about DC culture, dating culture, life. Aquafina. A problematic episode coming your way, y'all. Um, and, of course, if you want to listen to us more visually, you go to TikTok on TikTok. We are Wait to Do It Podcast. Are we back? We are back officially. I posted the first official video back after getting banned for three days. Fuck you, pictures. Um, and then, of course, since we are getting blocked from TikTok consistently now, uh, just go to WDDI Podcast Backup to follow our backup account when... 
you know, ultimately our page will get blocked one day, permanently banned. We're going to need to keep communicating with y'all. So we would love for y'all to follow us there as well. But thank y'all so much for tuning in. Where can they follow you, Nunu? At Nunu Paris, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. Nunu Paris, y'all. Nunu Paris, y'all. If you type in Nunu Paris, it's going to come up. Don't worry. No, I there, am. I, I, there's, a, there's an official Nunu Paris out there, and it's a weird spam account. Absolutely, but I am the one you'll see. You know who I am, girl. Nunu Paris, y'all. No, don't worry. Don't, don't ever speak on the dang thing. <laughs> this girl probably gets so many followers <laughs> she would never she would never um, but yeah we have more interviews coming up um, so many people are at home again in COVID quarantine so we're going to pop on Zoom right mm-hmm